Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today, we're continuing with Dante's Inferno, Canto 28. Whoever, with plain words freed from bounds, could speak freely of the blood and the wounds that I saw now, even for telling the tale many times. Every tongue should surely come short, for our speeches and our minds have too little sense to comprehend so much. If all the wounded people could amass who ever were, in the fortunate land of Puglia, weeping for their blood, by the Trojans and by the long war that despoiled such heights of their rings, as Livy writes, who does not err, with that who felt the dolorous blows of the contest with Roberto Guiscardo, and the other whose bones are still collected at Ceperano, there where each Apulian was a liar, and those at Taliacozzo, where the aged Alardo conquered without arms. And should that one show his member pierced, and that one his cut off, nothing would equal the way of the ninth pit's filth. I've never seen such a hole for lost staves as I saw in one ripped from the chin to where one trills. Between the legs hung the innards. The entrails appeared, and the sad sack that makes shit of what's engorged. While I was all stuck to the sight of him, he gazed at me and with his hands spread wide his chest, saying, Now look how I make a lake of myself. See how Muhammad is maimed. There ahead of me goes weeping Ali, a fissure in his face from chin to little tuft. And all the others that you see here disseminated scandal and schism when they lived, and thus they are so split. There behind is a devil who rends us so cruelly, setting each of this realm once more to the edge of the sword, when we've turned back down the doleful street, since the wounds have closed again by the time we've come back before him. But who are you who muse upon the rock, perhaps to delay your way to the pain that's judged fit for your own accusations? Death still has not joined him, nor does fault lead, responded my master, to torment, but to give him richer experience. It comes to me, who am dead, to lead him through the inferno, down through gyre on gyre. And this is true as that I speak to you. When they heard this, more than a hundred rested in the depth to regard me as a marvel, oblivious of their martyrdom. Now tell Fra Dolcino to arm himself, you who may see the sun briefly, if he'd wish not to follow me here too soon, of such viands that the stretch of snow not bear the victory over to the Navarres, who otherwise could not obtain it so lightly. With the one foot suspended in motion, Muhammad spoke these words to me, then stretching it to the ground, he departed. Another, whose throat was punctured and nose cut off to just above the brows, and had but the one ear left alone, stood back to gaze on the marvel with the others, and opened his throat before them, vermilion in every inner part as without, and said, O you whom fault does not condemn, and whom I saw in the Latin land above, if the semblance does not deceive me, Remember Pierre da Medicina, if you ever return to see the sweet plain that declines from Vercelli to Marcabo, and have the two best of Fano know, Sir Guido as well as Angiolello, that if our foresight here is not in vain, 
they'll be hurled from their vessel, tied to stones close to La Catolica, through the treachery of a fell tyrant. Between the island of Cyprus and Majorca, Neptune never saw so great a fault, not by pirates, and neither by the Greek people. That traitor who sees with the one alone, and holds the land alike one with me here would wish to fast from seeing, will make them come to terms with him. Then he will make it that to master the wind of Fokara will cost them no vow or prayer. And I to him, show to me, descry him clearly if you wish that I bear your tale above, who he was who was bitter at the sight. Then he put a hand on the jaw of one of his company, and prized open his mouth, crying, This is the one, but he has no tongue. This is he who chased away, submerged the doubt in Caesar, affirming that for the furnished man to suffer delay was ever harmful. Oh, how dumbstruck he seemed with the tongue torn off in his throat, Curio, whose speech had been so bold. And one who had the one in the other hand docked, Lifting the stumps through the shadowed gloom, so that the blood soiled his face, shrieked, You'll recollect Mosca, too, who said, alas, the thing done has its end, which was evil seed for the Tuscan folk. And I joined him, and death tear shoots, at which he, heaping sorrow on sorrow, went off as one distressed with madness. But I remained to regard the host, and saw something that I should fear without more proof to recount alone, if not that conscience so secures me, that good companion that strengthens a man beneath the armor of pure sense. I surely saw, and still it seems I see, a trunk without a head come along, as went the others of that sad herd, and it held the cut head by the hair, hanging from the hand in the guise of a lantern, and that marveled at us and said, Oh my! He had made of himself a self-same lamp, and they were two in one and one in two. How it can be, he knows who so governs. When right at the foot of the bridge, he lifted his arm above with all the head to impress his words upon us, which came. Now you see the tormenting penalty, you who, breathing, go looking on the dead. See if any is so great as this. And that you may bear back my tale, know that I am Bertrand de Bourne, that one who gave false comforts to the youthful king. Father and son I made rebels to themselves. Achitophel did no more to Absalom and David with his wicked prodding. Since I parted people so joined, so parted I bear my brain, alas, from its beginning on this trunk. So you see in me the contrapasso. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Inferno, Canto 29.